Hello, and welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and for the next 25 minutes, we'll be diving into the book of Isaiah to discover some prophecies about the Messiah. Throughout history, people have had ideas and images of what the Messiah would look like and what he would do when he arrived on the scene. But when Jesus came into the world, he didn't meet expectations. But as Rabbi Schneider points out, Jesus' nature was foretold in the book of Isaiah and in a passage called the Servant Songs. These four songs reveal the ministry, the death, suffering, and resurrection of King Jesus. So let's get started. Here is Rabbi Schneider. We are looking deep into the Hebrew Scriptures to understand the nature of Messianic prophecy. We've been talking about how God performed a supernatural thing through Israel by bringing forth a Redeemer through them that would bring His mercy and love to the entire world. We've been showing how God prophesied this in the Hebrew Bible, but that the prophecy was so subtle, it couldn't be perceived unless Jesus opened the minds, and even so it is today, opens our minds to be able to see it. Now, what we've been building towards is specifically looking for these prophecies in the book of Isaiah. I showed you that Isaiah forecasted, he prophesied the birth of the Messiah when he said, behold, the virgin will conceive and be with child, and it's going to be a sign. And we talked about how Matthew quoted that section of scripture when Jesus was born to show that Jesus is the one that Isaiah was prophesying about. And then we also saw that Isaiah prophesied that the ministry of the Messiah would take place predominantly not in Jerusalem, but in the Galilee area. Matthew quotes this to show Jesus is the Messiah. His ministry took place, church, primarily not in Jerusalem, but in Galilee. And then we went on to see that Isaiah prophesied what would happen on the earth when Messiah exercises his full dominion. It would usher in the messianic age where the wolf and the lamb would lie down together, when no one would be hurt, when animals would no longer prey on each other, where the earth would be covered, even as it's covered now by oceans, it's going to be covered by the Spirit of God. And so we looked at all those prophecies, and today we're going to continue on in Isaiah's prophetic book by looking at what are known as four servant songs. As scholars began to study the book of Isaiah, looking for the messianic prophecies, what they found were four very specific, what we're calling songs from Isaiah's book that talked about the ministry of the Messiah. Now, in order to be able to see that it's Jesus that Isaiah is talking about, we need divine revelation. This is why Jesus, as I've been explaining in Luke 24, had to open their minds of the apostles so that they could understand how the prophets wrote about him. Until Jesus opened their minds to understand that the scriptures were all about him, until they had revelation of the fact that all the scriptures pointed to him, they didn't see the messianic prophecy. But once Jesus opened their minds, everything dawned on them, they saw how the prophets prophesied, beginning with Moses and with all the prophets, the birth, death, resurrection of King Jesus himself. 
So with that being said, I want to just read once again for you from the book of Luke chapter 24, verse 25 through 27, and then the 45th and the 46th verse to set the stage for these four servant songs in the book of Isaiah. Jesus said to them, speaking to his disciples, the apostles, O foolish men, and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary for the Christ to suffer these things and to then enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and with all the prophets, he explained to them the things concerning himself in all the scriptures. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said to them, thus it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise again from the dead the third day. These four servant songs reveal to us the ministry, death, suffering, and then resurrection and glorification of King Jesus himself. We're going to go firstly today to servant song number one, Isaiah chapter 42, verses one through nine. Isaiah says, Behold, he's giving forth the word. The Lord is speaking through him. Behold, my servant whom I uphold. Remember, these are called the servant songs because Jesus is the servant of the Lord. Remember, Jesus said, I have not come to do my own will, but I've come to do the will, Yeshua said, of him who sent me. He said, the son of man has not come to be served, but to serve. Jesus said, he that's greatest among you, let him be the servant of all. And so once again, the Lord speaking through Isaiah, he says this, Behold, my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one in whom my soul delights, I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry out or raise his voice, nor make his voice heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and a dimly burning wick he will not extinguish. Let's just focus on one verse at a time because I think if I just read straight through it, we'll miss some of it. Let's go from the beginning. The Lord is saying here that he has put his spirit. I have put my spirit upon him. Remember, Jesus went into the synagogue and he said, the Lord has put his spirit upon me. The spirit of the Lord is upon me, Jesus said. And he began to talk about his ministry, to bring healing, to bring restoration, to set the captives free to bring deliverance to the captives. So Jesus himself declares from the book of Isaiah that he was the one that Isaiah was prophesying about. We see that same thing here. His servant has the spirit of the Father on him. The Lord says here, I will put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry out or raise his voice nor make his voice heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break and a dimly burning wick he will not extinguish. This speaks of the gentle nature of Jesus, that Yeshua is so sensitive to people. He's not overbearing. He's not a person that just rashly just, you know, plows over everybody. He's so sensitive. He doesn't damage the vulnerable ones. He didn't come to exert himself that way. He continues on. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not be disheartened or crushed until he has established justice in the earth. Jesus will succeed. He ends the gospel. He said, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. And he said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And so Isaiah says, this servant, this Messiah, this one whom the Lord has put his spirit upon, he will succeed. 
He will not stop until he has established justice in the earth. Sometimes we look around and we ask ourselves, will there ever be justice in the earth? There will be justice on the earth because God, who is just, is alive and he's not going to tolerate wickedness forever. The day is going to come when he's going to put his foot down. He's going to exert his authority. King Jesus, Messiah himself, is going to return from heaven with the armies of heaven behind him, and he's going to break up the powers of darkness and exert his reign upon the world. This is called the Messianic Age. And he says, And the coastlands will wait expectantly for his law. Thus says the God, the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and the offspring, who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk in it, I am Yahweh, I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I will also hold you by the hand and watch over you. And I will appoint you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the nations. This is really important here because Messiah has not just come for the Jewish people alone, but the Messiah is to be God's channel of blessing, to be God's light to all the world. Paul raises the question, is God the God of the Jews only? No, God's the God of the whole world. God is the God of Gentiles and Jews. But it's through the Jewish people and specifically through the Messiah that the grace of God has come to the world. And so in this prophetic song, in this servant song that we're looking at, the Lord is speaking through Isaiah and he says that the Messiah will be a light, not just to Israel, but listen, a light to the nations to open blind eyes, to bring out prisoners from the dungeon. But it's not just obviously the physical opening of the eyes that the Lord's talking about here. He's talking, first of all, about giving us spiritual eyes to be able to see. The text continues here in servant song number one of the book of Isaiah. To open blind eyes, to bring out prisoners from the dungeon and those who dwell in darkness from the prison. Let me ask some of you, can some of you testify that when Jesus came to you, you were in a dungeon. You were in a dark place. I know I was. I was trapped in fear, in insecurity, in deception. I mean, I was trapped in the bondage of the enemy 40 years ago in 1978 when Jesus came to me and he set me free. I have a long way to go, like many of you, to enter into perfect wholeness and perfect freedom, but I am like so much farther into the light than I ever was before I knew Jesus. This is what he does. He really does, and faith in Jesus, beloved, really works. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and Rabbi will be right back, so please keep listening. Did you know that you can connect with Rabbi right on your phone? The Rabbi Schneider app is packed with resources, videos, and a daily devotional that are designed to help jumpstart your day. The Rabbi Schneider app is free, bringing you inspiration and encouragement 24 hours a day and seven days a week. Simply search for Rabbi Schneider in your phone's app store and download the app today. At the core of everything we do at Discovering the Jewish Jesus is our commitment to declare the whole counsel of God's Word from start to finish. In fact, Rabbi's unique way of connecting the Old and the New Testaments has helped people all over the world to understand the Bible with fresh eyes. To join us in this work of God, give a donation online today at discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call 800-777-7835. And now here is Rabbi Schneider. 
Let's continue on here. To bring out prisoners from the dungeon and those who dwell in darkness from the prison, I am Yahweh, that is my name. I will not give my glory to another, nor my praise to graven images. Behold, the former things have come to pass. Now I declare new things. Remember Jesus, when he instituted the Lord's Supper, communion at the Passover meal, he lifted up the juice or the wine and he said, this is the blood of the covenant. What covenant was he talking about? He was talking about the new covenant. This is the new covenant in my blood, Jesus said. God has brought forth a new thing through Messiah Jesus. So this servant song that we're in talks about the Messiah's coming and that when Messiah comes, he's gonna do, church, a brand new thing. In fact, every day is new in Messiah because every day he's doing something new in our lives. It's continual newness of life. This is what abundant life is. It's that we have received God's spirit and his spirit that's within us is continually, beloved ones, emanating up into us and from us newness of life. God is always new. When you and I were young, Everything was so fascinating. Remember when we began to experience nature for the first time and when we became adolescents, everything was so new. The world was so fascinating. Every summer was like an endless summer because we were maturing so quickly and every experience was a new phenomenon to us. Everything was so alive. But when people start to get older, they begin to develop an attitude like, been there, done that, and everything gets old. But life in Messiah Jesus, there's always something new. God is always doing more. I know that life is a journey and that we're in a battlefield. I mean, I don't know about you, but for me, my life is a battle every single day. Because you know what? I live in a battle zone. In fact, all of us live in a battle zone. Paul said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and forces of spiritual darkness. I don't understand these people that seem like they're happy all the time, like bubbly, happy, smiley all the time. For me, I'm in the middle of a war and I've got to keep on pressing in and pressing on. Oftentimes just putting one foot in front of the other, forging ahead in faithfulness. But you know what? Patiently, God is always working in me and through me something new, something more. And he's doing that for all of his kids that are faithful to him to just keep on going. And so God has done a new thing in Messiah Jesus. And those of us that have received Messiah Jesus, God is always doing a new thing in our life. Then the Lord concludes here. He says, once again, now I declare a new thing. Before they spring forth, the Lord says, I will proclaim them to you. And he's just speaking once here again about the ministry of Messiah, of Messiah's prophetic ministry. Jesus prophesied many things. He spoke to the Jewish people and he said to them, you see the temple, he said, I tell you, not one stone's going to be left standing upon another because you did not recognize the time of your visitation. So Messiah himself declares what's going to happen before it happens. So we just looked at servant song number one in the book of Isaiah, chapter 42, one through nine. Let's move ahead now to servant song number two in Isaiah. We're going to Isaiah chapter 49, verse one through 13. Hear the word of God. Listen to me, O islands, 
and pay attention, you people from afar. Now, it's interesting. Once again, God is calling not just to the Jewish people here, but he's calling to people that live far away. He's calling to the Gentiles because Messiah is the Messiah of all peoples. Listen to me, O islands, and pay attention, you peoples from afar. The Lord called me from the womb. From the body of my mother, he named me. He has made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand, he has concealed me. And he has also made me a select arrow. He has hidden me in his quiver. He said to me, you are my servant, Israel. And remember, Jesus is Israel's divine head. Jesus is the seed of Israel through which God's blessing comes to the entire world. He said to me, you are my servant, Israel, in whom I will show my glory. But I said, I have toiled in vain. I have spent my strength for nothing and vanity. Yet surely the justice due to me is with the Lord and my reward with my God. Now this speaks of when Yeshua was on the cross and he lost all his consciousness of the Father. He said, Father, why have you forsaken me? Just for a second, he felt separated from God. But Yeshua affirmed, but I know you are my God and that you will reward me. Verse 5, and now says the Lord who formed me from the womb to be a servant, to bring Jacob back to him so that Israel might be gathered to him. For I am honored in the sight of the Lord and my God is my strength. And he says, is it too small a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserved ones of Israel? I will also make you, listen once again, a light of the nations so that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. Here's the ministry of the Messiah, salvation for the whole world. Thus says the Lord, the Redeemer of Israel and its Holy One, to the despised one, to the one abhorred by the nation, to the servant of rulers, Kings will see and arise. He's speaking of Jesus. Jesus was the rejected one. He was the despised one. But God is speaking over his servant Jesus now that was abhorred by the nation of Israel. God is saying to him, kings will see and arise. Princes will also bow down because of the Lord who is faithful, the Holy One of Israel who has chosen you. Thus says the Lord, in a favorable time I have answered you. And in a day of salvation, I have helped you and I will keep you and give you for a covenant of the people to restore the land, to make them inherit the desolate heritages. All the promises of God are yes and amen in Jesus. Saying to those who are bound, go forth. To those who are in darkness, show yourselves. Along the roads they will feed and their pasture will be on bare heights. They will not hunger or thirst, nor will the scorching heat or sun strike them down. For you as compassion on them will lead them and will guide them to springs of water and make all my mountains a road and my highways will be raised up. Behold, these things will come from afar and lo, these will come from the north and from the west and these from the land of Sinim. Shout for joy, O heavens, and rejoice, O earth. Break forth into joyful shouting, O mountains, for the Lord has comforted his people and will have compassion on his afflicted ones. These are all, church, messianic prophecies that have been fulfilled in Messiah Jesus. The Word of God is deeply rooted all the way back to its very beginning. In fact, the first chapter in the New Testament, Matthew chapter 1, begins by tracing Jesus's genealogy all the way back to Abraham from the book of Genesis. As you begin to understand more and more how the Old and New Testaments connect like a hand and a glove, your faith is going to be strengthened and you're going to be very, very blessed.
You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and this is the Bible teaching of Rabbi Schneider. And well, if you would like to take your study of today's topic further on your own, we'd love for you to visit our website. We have a collection of books and articles and other resources that have been carefully crafted to help you understand more about the suffering servant. And we believe you're going to be blessed by them. So just go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com to find all of the details and more. And to share a little bit more about partnering with us this year, here is Rabbi Schneider. Beloved, I hope you were blessed and encouraged by today's broadcast. The Bible tells us in the book of 3 John chapter 1, verse 8, that we should financially support the ministries that are feeding us spiritually. And in so doing, John says, we'll become fellow workers with the truth. I want to encourage you. If the Lord is bearing witness with your heart to support us, would you just be obedient to Him? The scripture tells us that everything we sow into the kingdom of God for the purpose of extending God's kingdom in the world is gonna come back to us, pressed down, good measure, and running over into our laps. And I also believe that when you financially support us, the Lord's gonna open up your heart to receive even more revelation from Him through discovering the Jewish Jesus. Beloved, you and I truly are partners together. Without you, I can't broadcast. I wanna thank you for your love and for your financial support. If you feel the Holy Spirit knocking at the door of your heart to make an offering to the Lord to discovering the Jewish Jesus today, just do it, beloved. You'll be blessed. If you're sensing the Lord leading you to financially support this ministry with a gift of any amount, then please reach out today. You can call us at 800-777-7835. Or if it's easier, sign up to automate your monthly giving at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. When you become a monthly partner, you'll not only change the life of someone in your local listening area, but you'll also be changing the lives of people all around the world. And we'd just like to say thanks for your generous giving. And if you would like to learn more about this ministry or Rabbi Schneider, let me invite you to head on over to your favorite social media platform. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. You'll find videos, articles, our television and radio schedules, and so much more. Then don't forget if the Lord is leading you to share your testimony or if you're in need of prayer for you and your family right now, be sure to connect with us. You can send a card or letter in the mail by addressing your envelope to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. You know, every day is a new day with Messiah because he's doing new things in each and every one of us every day. So let me take a quick minute to pray with you today before we wrap up our program on Isaiah's Messianic prophecies. Father, we thank you for this teaching. We thank you, Lord, for bringing us a renewed sense of hope and purpose and passion. We look forward to being with you and Jesus, our Messiah, one day soon. Thank you, Lord, for all that you do. In Jesus' name, amen. And now with a special blessing, here is Rabbi Schneider. In the Old Testament book of Numbers, we find a blessing God speaks over his children through Moses and Aaron. It carries the idea of favor and expression. Open your heart to the Spirit and the Word today and receive Father's goodness into your life with confidence. Yahweh, 
Vayishmarecha Yair Yahweh Penavelecha Vichunecha Isa Yahweh Penavelecha Veasem Lecha Shalom The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. I'm Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us again tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider continues this study on Isaiah and Messianic prophecy. That's coming up Friday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.